everyone, and uh, on the mark, sports talk is now. I am your host, Mark with a C, and people, this is our 158th show in 158 weeks. What do you say about that? All right, one day you're gonna have to explain what that means because we do have people who don't know what the hell you're talking about, anyway. How is everyone doing today? Good, good. Doing good, good, good. Mark. Doing, doing great. Mark. Doing great. In New York, you doing? New York, we have a beautiful day today. Summer weather. I'm wearing shorts. Anybody else wearing shorts? Yes. Good, 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 good. Had to go find them first. And uh, <laughs> and how's the rest of the country doing? How, how's the uh, the, the Mid East? What's happening Mid East? DC, Virginia. Weather-wise. Well, it's, uh, we're hitting 83 degrees, nice and sunny. A little warmer than us, I think, the last I checked. And uh, let's see, what else do we have? Anybody else? The cap- I, just the cap- re- I, just, I just returned from Providence, Rhode Island, and it was very nice up there, too. Okay. And what's doing in the West Coast? Uh, we've had cool, overcast weather in the 60s, but starting tomorrow... Temperatures are going to jump 10 degrees and will be close to 90 by Saturday. Wow. But but then back to around, it's terrible weather. Sunny every day, high around 80 degrees. Horrible weather. Is the water cold, Howie? You wanted to go for a swim? Uh, yeah, the Pacific would be cold. Yeah, I'm going for a swim. We're going down to, uh, we're taking a trip to San Simeon in a week and a half. Oh, uh, you know, Hearst Castle. Hearst Castle, and yeah. we're going to be right on the ocean, but... Say hello to Randy. Good. It'll be nice. Randolph. William Randolph. William Randolph first. first. I got a couple of, couple of stories I want to just relate to you guys. Does anyone besides me keep an open soap box, a bar of soap, in your car? What? No. No. Nobody across the board. No, I, I I heard somewhere that if you have a like a like zest or Irish Spring bar yeah. of soap, you yeah. take it out of the box, you put it right on your whatever you got there, and you have that beautiful aroma as you always enter your car. Let me ask you a question. What do you do on a hot day when it That's melts? That's the question. We haven't. It's starting to melt a little bit. Yeah, right, right. I'm getting a little uh, soap residue where I keep it. But every day I drive, I come to a a red light. I take the bar, I go. Light turn ring, dummy. Come So try it. Try See if you like it. Mark. What's a dollar store? A bar is a buck. Mark. Yeah. I have in my car something you you have. It has like a little bit of a deodorant inside of it. And it's a wheel. It's like a, a cyclical cylindrical wheel, and you stick it in your air conditioner, and it spins, and you get the uh, the, oh, uh, the, the scent of what you put in there. Yeah, I've seen that happen. But the soap, I tried it. If any of us tries it, let me know. Anyway, another quick story. Uh, everyone has seen in the New York area. I don't know in the um, in, in out uh, out west or in. Uh, the D.C., Virginia area, or New Jersey, the Canadian geese. 
you have that out, the, out west, the Canadian yeah. geese? As yeah, they go from Canada and they're coming down to the warm weather. They're omnipotent. I mean, they're everywhere. Yeah. They're everywhere. Okay. Yeah. They yeah. breed like roaches. I mean. Did you ever like like <laughs> examine them? Like, like you see a bunch of them, but there's yeah, always but... one that's like standing like this. Yeah. On guard. <laughs> on guard, making sure you don't approach them. Did you ever mm -hmm. notice that? Yeah, 22 does wonders on them. <laughs> just go to well, there's any always golf one. There's always one that's out there, and they're like looking at you, making sure you don't uh, come close to their their people. It's the one that's in charge. The one who's in charge, right? Right. Yeah. And you know, they're all eating. They're the head looking, goose. They're looking for yes. seeds. Yes. I don't know what the hell they're doing. So I, I was Even the most politically progressive golfers are are for gun control when it comes to the geese. You and your gun control. Anyway, so. I, I got in my car and I, I started to approach the 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 the, the master, the uh, the garter, you know, the head person. Right, right, yeah. And yeah. I, I swear to God, this is what this, you ever get a snub from, like I say, a person or a woman or a man when they like never they, they, they like take their head and they go like one of those things. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, yeah. Like get lost. Like, yeah, what are you doing? The geese did that to me. The goose did that to me. <laughs> Get out of here. Look, maybe they're on the show. Maybe they're on today's show. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. I just thought it was. When they come on your lawn, and on your front, if you want them yeah, off your driveway, what do you do? How do you get rid of them? They're not on my driveway. Right. No, but we, they come we on. Have, on. We have wild turkeys out here. We yeah. have. Uh, gaggles of wild turkeys mm. went up the street and uh, people hate them if they come up by the cars because they 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 see their reflection in the car Ooh. and they will will you know cause damage to it because they're pretty oh. powerful now these these, these like geese, they, they walk across the road and you have yeah. to wait for them you can't yeah, beat yeah, them yeah. every now and right. then you see a dead one right you gotta watch mark. where you walk mark no, this is it wasn't by my house. It was like uh, oh, no, it was by a park. No, by a park. But they, they gave me the cold so not the the arts, the fine arts center. They like they, loads like of they had Tourette syndrome. If you ever go to Jones Beach, if you ever go to Jones Beach Field Six, the picture on the roof of the concession yeah, building, they a do, whole yeah. bunch of birds like geese or whatever they are, yeah. and yeah, all of a yeah. sudden they all decide to fly, and over by where there's handicapped parking. There are about 40 or 50 handicapped parking poles. And one by one, the birds go on each one of those poles one at a time. So picture 40, 45 poles with a bird on top of it. And when the very mm -hmm. first bird gets tired, it gets up and pecks the second bird off <laughs> the second pole. And that bird gets up and pecks the third bird off the third <laughs> pole. And it goes all the way down the line. And They're pretty just, smart, you know, these, these birds, you know that? Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, okay. there's a reason for why all of these things happen. You know, you know what the reason is? What's Birds of a feather. Uh, <laughs> right, right. All right, 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 let's move on. Gerald, your highlight report this week, sponsored by Pebbles. <laughs> Not the Flintstones. This week for one fifty-eight. <laughs> what do you have? Today we review right? the MLB season for two thousand and four. Right. These are what I believe to be the key facts about the 2004 MLB season for the awards and leaders 
I will name the National League player followed by the American League player. Key awards, MVP, Barry Bonds and Vladimir Guerrero. Rookie of the year, Jason Bay, who was a bum for the Mets. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And Bob Cro- Bobby Crosby, Cy Young, Roger oh. Clemens, and Johan Santana, Mr. No-Hitter. Right. Mm-hmm. Key leaders, batting average, Barry Bonds, I guess steroids work, and Ichiro <laughs> Suzuki. Right. Home runs, Adrian Beltre and Manny Ramirez. Wow. RBIs, Vinny Castilla and Miguel Tejada. ERA, hmm. Jake Peavy and Johan Santana. Some interesting highlights of the 2004 MLB season. Ichiro Suzuki broke George Sisler's record for most hits in a single season with 162 hits. Wow. 262. 262. 262. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're absolutely right. 262. Sorry about that. That's amazing. On August 31st, the Yankees, Mike, were massacred by the Cleveland Indians 22 to nothing. The loss tied the largest margin of defeat in a shutout since 1900, equalizing the 1975 mark set in 1975 by the Pirates in a 22 to nothing defeat of the Cubs. Does anybody want me to repeat that? Did anybody, did any position players play a uh, pitch for the Yankees that game? <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's see. On September 17th, Barry Bonds hit his 700th career home run and became there. the first player to be walked 200 times in a season. Wow. Randy Johnson of the Diamondbacks became the oldest pitcher in baseball history to throw a perfect game at the age of 40. Greg Maddox joined the 300 career wins club. On August 7th, Ken Griffey Jr. of the Reds joined the 500 Career Home Runs Club. On June 24th, Randy Johnson recorded career strikeout number 4,000. The Red Sox won their first World Series since 1918. Barry Bonds had the highest season on-base percentage at 609. 6.09. Barry Bonds finished the season with the record 120 intentional walks. Here's a brief summary of the 2004 World Series, the American Championship Series. The Red Sox were down three games to to none against the Yankees. The Red Sox made MLB history by coming back from this deficit to go on to to the World Series. Interesting anecdote, and this is true. Mike Finer was at a board meeting with me at the Oakland Jewish Center. And the Red Sox are ahead three to nothing. And Mike said, I have to leave early, Jerry, to see the game. And I said, if you do that, the Yankees will lose this series. And sure enough, that's what happened. (laughs) (laughs) I'll have you know that from 1947 to 1964, I went to school regularly and the Yankees did a very, 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 very,
1918 World Series and being cursed never to win another World Series. That, right. incidentally, that sale was supposed to be to finance the show No No Nanette, which was a complete flop. <laughs> Here are some composite statistics that are very telling. The Red Sox batted 283 and the Red Sox batted 190. The Red Sox ERA was 2.50 and the Cardinals ERA was 6.09. In the four victories uh, for the Red Sox, Derek Lowe and Pedro Martinez each pitched seven innings uh, of shutout ball. Keith Folk pitched five innings with an ERA of 1.80 and Kurt Bloody Sox Schilling pitched six innings of shutout ball. Manny Ramirez was named MVP of the series and batted 412. And that concludes my report on MLB season 2004. 2004. We're getting close to your last year. Then you're out of business, you know? Yeah. Well, I, there's, you know, we talked about things. I right, well, we got three, three more months. Uh, well, we got about what? Uh, oh, uh, 18, goes through. 19 weeks. 19 weeks. He'll be through. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, enjoy 2023. <laughs> Anybody want to comment on his uh, report? Well, let him retire with a pension. You'll <laughs> <laughs> invest it for him, right, Alan? Yeah, sure. right. Alan. All right. Thank mm. you. Thank you, Jerry. Yeah, the, uh, the, uh, the steroid boys all have very large baseball numbers, but they all have very small anatomical issues. <laughs> all right milton we'll do your name that tune at the end of the show just remind me last week i almost cut you out but next yeah week, don't just, do that just have get ready to go at the end of the show all right as as far as beep beeps strange unusual names in sports this one may be a repeat i, I saw it in the paper the rain texas rangers baseball team recently recalled a catcher and his name was sam huff mm. Yeah, you mentioned wow. the same name. I think we did that before, but I just thought it was good repeating. Sam Huff. Any relationship to? I don't Sam know Huff? anything further than that. Grandfather, great grandfather. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Uh, today is May 11th. And this Hold on. I got a beep beep. Wait, time after. Oh, you I got a beep beep. Lady. Okay. What do you got? Love Lady pitched. Remember the Love, Love Lady, lady we've done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've done Love Lady a couple of times ways, already. Yeah. All right. She's a love lady. <laughs> that's worth that's worth repeating. Yeah, he's beat him. I think. Yeah. All right. So uh May 11th. Uh, Gerald has a question, Mark. Uh, Gerald, go ahead. There's a beep beep. Today's my brother's birthday. Uh, Happy birthday, Larry. Birthday, Larry. Uh, Happy birthday. Yeah. birthday, Larry. Happy birthday you know. Thank you. You're supposed to bring candy and share it. Throw <laughs> it at the screen. Okay, yeah, give me one. Give me one. Thank you. Uh, before before May 11th, uh, just worth repeating, uh, uh, Willie Mays turned 92 on the 6th. Mm-hmm. And on the 7th was the anniversary of Bartolo Colon's home run in <coughs> San Diego. Bartolo Colon. Who do you get the home run off of? Anybody remember? James Shields. Very good. James Shields. Oh. Yeah. I saw in the paper the other day. I didn't remember. I know. <laughs> uh, May but, you 11th. Know, but- but oh. Sunday, the way to, the way the Mets pitched, they should have had Cologne start that game Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> it right. any worse. Yeah. So May 11th, there was a lot of uh, 
Preakness results, and and we'll go back to your uh, Kentucky Derby predictions, how well you did in a second or in a few minutes. But uh, in 1897, Washington Senators catcher Charlie Farrell, he threw out eight attempted stealers. They didn't learn. They kept running. They kept running. Eight times he pegged and got somebody out. I thought that was good. In 1900, boxing, James J. Jeffries uh, and Jack um, London dubbed him what? The Great White Hope. Knocks out James Corbett in 23 rounds in the 23rd round for the boxing title. By the way, James J. Corbett died in 1933 in Bayside. Yeah. You guys know that? That's right. No. Yeah. He's buried no, in Cypress like Hill, one of the Cypress Hill cemeteries. Wow. wow. How about that? Uh, in 1911, Cy Young, he had his 23 <laughs> innings of no-hit ball end. The streak included two innings on April 25th, six innings on April 30th, a perfect game versus the Phils on May 5th and six innings today, May 11th. And so we had 23 innings. I wonder why he only pitched like six innings. It was on the pitch count back in those states. I don't know no. why. But no. uh, that's Rain? what I said. Right now? No, 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 no. No explanation. Maybe uh, he came in relief. Maybe. Uh, on, in 1923, the Philadelphia Phillies hit 10 home runs in one game as they clobbered the Cardinals in the Baker Bowl in Philadelphia. Okay. In 1959, Yogi Bear of the Yankees had his 148, I guess it's games, errorless, errorless. either games or innings. I'm just not sure about that. Uh, 140 games. something games. games would have to be games. Games, okay. Yeah, come to come to an end. That's pretty amazing, huh? Amazing, yeah. right? Yeah, never a catcher. Never threw the ball into center field on a uh, attempted steal. That's a, absolutely mm. amazing. Well, that's where they would get their they get their errors from. Right? Yeah. He's not you, did, do you know? Do you know who holds the second best errorless streak as a catcher? Roy Campanella. Home. No, I have no idea. Oh, you're asking. Oh. I'm just, I'm just curious. Bench. I don't know. Maybe he had anybody was close to that. Yeah. Yeah. This very amazing. Um, in 1963, Sandy Koufax throws his today throws his second no hitter and beats the Giants. Juan Marichal. Right. Oh, Hawks. Wow. 63 of 53. 1963. 60. Oh, okay. 63. Marichal wasn't hitting. In 1971, Cleveland Indians pitcher Steve Dunning hits a grand slam off of Oakland pitcher Diego Segui. Grand slam, Steve Dunning. It was a rarity for a pitcher to, to do that. Oh, Diego. Uh, you know. In 1972, today was the day the Giants traded Willie Mays to the Mets for... Tell me. Oh, I knew that. A draft pick or a draft pick. Well, they got fifty thousand dollars, but they also got a player named Charlie Williams. Oh, what happened that. to Charlie Williams? I don't know. 
1972, Tom Siva wins his 100th game. Uh, in 1972, also, Stanley Cup Finals at Madison Square Garden. Please don't uh, worry. Boston beats <laughs> the Rangers. Boston beats the Rangers in 72. In 1977, Atlanta Braves owner Ted Turner manages a game. Really? I don't know why. But we can find out why he managed one game. Uh, in 1980, at the age of 39, Pete Rose steals second, third, and home in one inning for the Phillies. God. Here's a good one. 1990, the Yankees trade away Dave Winfield to the Angels for, anybody remember this trade? <coughs> Mike Witt. Mike oh. Witt. I think he's the same Mike, Mike Witt whose son is playing now, right? Me. I think so, yeah. In 96, Marlins pitcher Al Lida throws a no-hitter. It's their first ever no-hitter, Al Lida. Uh, in 1997, some of you might remember this one. Chess. Remember the deep blue com computer developed by IBM? <coughs> Gary Gasparov? Gasparov? Yep. Yeah. That was interesting. In 2003, uh, I did not do steroids. Raphael Palmero. Uh, point his finger home run. And yeah. in 2016, Max Scherzer of the Nationals strikes out 20 batters today. And he ties whom? Tom Cheney. Clemens. Clemens. Terry oh. Wood, yeah. Terry Wood, yeah. Terry Wood. And one more. I think Randy he said Johnson. Clemens. Randy Johnson. Who? Oh, Johnson. Okay, that's today, May 11th. There was one more. There was one more thing. What? In, in 1990, uh, 1997 was the highest scoring NBA playoff game in, in history 153, 151. Portland oh. beat Phoenix in double overtime. All right. Hmm. Joe? Yeah, didn't, uh, didn't Major League Baseball put a rule through after Turner managed that they could never do that again and owner couldn't come on and. I think Just so. Manage the team, right? Yeah, I think I, remember, right. I think I remember that, Joe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do right, Joe. I wonder why he matched. Maybe they did a firing and the, the new match didn't come up yet. Instead of having a coach, do he it. was a showman. Yeah. He was making a mockery of the sport. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know how they what happened during that game. I uh, think we have Joe? an answer. John, John, Jermaine. To one of the things you mentioned, Mark. John Birdie. In August of 2020, in a game, stole second, third, and home against the Mets. Oh, not, not, uh -oh. not what year? Not, 2000. I think you said 2020. Okay, sports stories by Larry, sponsored by Picture Frames this week. And we have <laughs> got a couple of things, right, Larry? I'm going to do it uh, on George Will, and then I'm going to do my regular. Yeah, either way is okay. George Will has been an opinion writer for the Washington Post since 1974, mostly on political matters, but also on baseball. This past Sunday, 7 May, George Will's baseball op-ed was entitled Baseball Speeds Up and Reconnects with Its Past. Here are five key points with quotes from his op-ed. 
First, George Will defines what he means by action and desired game length with this game example. Quote, arguably baseball's greatest game, game seven of the 1960 World Series, when the Pirates beat the Yankees 10 to nine on a walk-off home run. Right. There was constant action. There was no strikeouts. Packed into two hours and 36 minutes. Second, George argues that baseball has deviated from his ideal of action. Quote, standing six foot five and throwing more than 95 miles an hour, overwhelming the game with velocity. It seems sensible to try to score with one mighty home run swing than by stringing to get hits. So soon were thousands more strikeouts than hits. Games lengthened, action became rarer, close quote. Third, he argues that the lack of MLB game action resulted in more than a 20% decline in its fan attendance in years. Quote, annual attendance declined from 79.5 million in 2007 to 64.5 million last year. Four, one of baseball's founding fathers thought the game should be short in length. A.G. Spaulding, 1850 to 1950, noted, two hours is about as long as an American can wait for the close of a baseball game <laughs> or anything else for that matter. Close quote. Fifth and finally, George Will thinks that the speed-up rule changes eventually will restore baseball as a national pastime. Quote, baseball is reconnecting with its past and is poised to reclaim the title of national pastime. It temporarily lost it to the NFL. That completes my summary of the George Will baseball story. Any comments on that before Gerald, we Gerald on. has a comment. Who is next story? Gerald? A couple of things. First, I wanted to mention uh, regarding rule changes. I'm basically against all of them because I'm a baseball traditionalist. Secondly, mm. George Will wrote a number of books on baseball that are available on Amazon. Some good books. He wrote three books, in fact. Yeah, I read one of them. Okay. So, MJF? Yeah, I have a thing about George Will. First of all, uh, uh, Larry sent me uh, this year's trivia uh, section. He, he writes a trivia column the first, as when, uh, when each baseball season begins. He always used to write in Newsweek until Newsweek went down, but he does it now in the Washington Post. But I kind of agree with the fact that baseball might become national, national pastime again because uh, there are a couple of negative things that go on. Uh, I'm, I'm sure Roger's going to talk about what's happening with the schedule. But uh, when you think about the uh, uh, the NBA and the NFL, they're doing things that are really annoying to the fans, I think. And uh, I think one of these days, it's going to catch up to them. And before you know it, I think baseball is going to come back. Because when you really think about baseball, it's wonderful. And uh, no matter what they do to it, I could sit and watch a baseball game uh, every every single time. Okay, And a lot of people like that also. So uh, I agree <laughs> with uh, George Will about baseball as a national pastime will return. The children are still not into it. 
Not yet. Not yet. No, it's Those a generation. Not into it. All right, uh, you want to move on to your other... Uh, other? Mark, Mark no, can I bring... No. Before, before you leave baseball, I don't know if you discussed it last week, but there was an article, a very well-written article in Newsday about Bill Pulsifer, the former oh, Met pitcher. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. see it. You talked about that already or not? No, we didn't talk about that. You want to bring that up now? But well, I don't have the... Yeah, just, just that. Okay. You know, he said there are so many players that can't pitch because of the emotional stress that they have and that most teams today i think the yankees have the most of them you know psycho sports psychologists trying to help them but pulsifer was a pretty good pitcher right but um he suffered from a lot of uh, depression and emotional yeah. stress and i was a he said there were a lot more players that uh mm -hmm. like that and the perfect example was Blass, who went from MVP, World Series hero, to retirement within one year. So yeah, I don't have the article in front of me, but I glanced over it, and okay. uh, you could get it on YouTube. Okay, thank you. Uh, Larry has another story. Go ahead. My story this week is entitled, Caitlin Clark, Not Anxious to Turn Pro. Right, who's Caitlin Clark? Remember Caitlin Clark? As of July 21, a woman basketball star like Iowa's 21-year-old Caitlin Clark can take endorsements for her name, image, and likeness, referred to by the acronym NIL. Caitlin has NIL endorsements with several companies, including Nike sneakers, H&R Block tax preparation, Bose headphones, Topps trading cards, and Hy-Vee Supermarket. And on the mark, sports talk. And these NIL endorsements have brought her hundreds of thousands of dollars so far. WNBA rules require that a woman basketball star must be at least 22 years old or a graduate of four-year college to be eligible for its draft. In contrast, men only need be 19 to be eligible for the NBA draft. Oh. LeBron James and others are outraged that men and women are not treated equally for the pro drafts. But Clark is not complaining. Caitlin is making much more money playing for Iowa University than the top WNBA rookery salary of $72,000 she would undoubtedly get for the game averages of 27 points, 8 assists, and eight rebounds. In fact, Clark would be playing for her senior year at IU University and may even stay for a fifth year, which would be allowed because of the 2020 COVID-19 interruption of sports at IU University. That completes my story for this week. Anybody want to comment on that one? Okay, all right. Thank you, Larry, for that information. And why don't we move on to Mr. MJF, the new uh, uh, Yankees and Jets rant sponsored by money. Okay. Well, what denomination? Money. Yeah. Money, honey. Money, 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 money. There you go. What country? As far as the Jets are concerned, for today's report, I will defer to. Roger, because most of the things to talk about the Jets is the schedule and where they're going to be and uh, annoying certain aspects of 
the schedule might be. So I will defer to Roger with the Jets. However, with the Yankees, uh, a couple of fun things about the Yankees. First of all, they have become a, a rather entertaining team. It's very, very enjoyable to watch two players in particular because they are, are so joyful and happy to be on the team. And that's Bader, Harrison Bader. And I hope he continues to hit and play the way he does because he's, he's probably the best center fielder I've ever seen. And that's, that speaks of everybody. He positions himself so perfectly to throw to whatever base he needs to uh, throw to. Uh, and, he, and now he's hitting about 420. So uh, that's not bad either. And uh, he hit that home run the other day. He jumped for joy because it was a very uh, controversial home run and it was a side in his favor. And the other player, of course, is Mr. Volpe. And he also is a, a pleasure to watch and a joy to watch. And the thing about the Yankees, everybody probably knows what place they're in. And there are probably people on this podcast who's happy to see them there. But the way they will turn it around, if they turn it around, I'm enjoying watching the swing of Mr. Bader, Mr. Uh, Bauer, uh, Jake Bauer. And he might be our uh, carpenter from last year. He looks interesting the way he swings. And uh, if you have uh, Judge and Bader and, and Bauer out there, you might have a nice outfield. And uh, the way the Yankees could turn it around also, they have two below-par pitchers right now in the current rotation. That's Mr. Clark Smith and, of course, uh, Brito. Those two, somewhere hopefully not too distant future, will get replaced by uh, Severino and Rodon. So uh, that will put the Yankees out of last place, I predict. Now, the fun thing also that's going on with the Yankees is just this past week, uh, Sherman, uh, uh, what's his name, on the Post, he wrote a very interesting article about how the Rays cannot sustain the way they have been playing all this time, and eventually they'll come back to earth. And if you look at the Rays lineup, they have quite a few players who you've never heard of. And as a matter of fact, if I ask you guys, name three players on the Rays, you'll probably have a hard time to name somebody besides a Rosarina. And if Marenko, you look at the lineup, low. A, B, and C. Isaac Paredes. Isaac Paredes. Randy Diaz. A lot of them are playing over their head. I mean, when Betancourt hit that game-time home run Sunday, I said, what the hell is a Betancourt? And you go on and on. So the Rays might go down a little bit. So uh, Sherman, what's his name? Charles Sherman? Joe Sherman. Yeah. Joe Sherman. Eventually, the Rays could be coming down to earth a little bit. And on on, uh, what's uh, Carton and and Roberts, the Roberts uh, took up the ball and and he said, you know, Sherman's right. They do have a lot of German players, and it's very mysterious that they're all playing at such a high level. Maybe something's up. And yeah, they just lost two out of three to Baltimore. Okay, yeah. So, true. So, anyway, uh, Roberts is starting to uh, convey that there's a little bit of a cheating going on, which did not make the people in Tampa too happy. So, there's a little bit of an argument between the fans and the writers, the sports writers in Tampa. And one Tampa sports writer, sports writer actually threatened to come to New York to uh, the show and maybe smack uh, Roberts around. Of course, uh, <laughs> so uh, that's entertaining. But uh, we'll see. I think the Yankees will, uh, after this weekend, also one last thing, uh, they're playing the Rays this weekend. Hopefully they'll, they'll win the series 
And I would love to see on Sunday's game, which is the game I'm going to with my family, I would love to see uh, Schmidt start that game and turn that into and, and get a little bit even on the race and make that an opener game and let Schmidt pitch the first inning and put in all the relievers. And I think the Yankees could win three out of four. And I hope they do. But I think uh, if you watch the baseball in the next couple of weeks, they'll gravitate out of the last place, and then we shall see. Mm-hmm. And that's my report. All right. Anybody they played the uh, play Mets. They played the Mets after the Yankees too. Yeah, that's right. They're in New York. For, they're in New York for a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they have the uh, the Cy Young winner right now, uh, McClanahan. McClanahan. What's his name? Oh, he's very, very yes. good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going Thursday also. I'm rooting for the Ray, for the uh, Mets. Went to uh, City Field for the first time this year. Good for you. Good. All right. Let's move on to Howie's West Coast report. We didn't have one last week because Howie was probably doing something better. But this week is uh, sponsored by Cat Treats. Okay. Well, first, the, the Warriors and the Lakers, two teams that are very inconsistent. You never know who will win. Uh, I understand that uh, Anthony Davis doesn't have a concussion, so he should play be ready for game six. Good. Uh, oh, okay. We thought he was, was out. A lot, there was a lot of talk about the fact that he had to leave the court in a wheelchair. He was so dizzy. And uh, uh, I, I don't know. I didn't think Kevon Looney's forearm uh, was that strong. But anyway, with the Warriors, uh, there's a couple of things that are lacking. Uh, Clay Thompson for the last three days, three games, has not shot very well. His defense is there, but his shooting is terrible. Uh, on the other hand, Jordan Poole wasn't even starting because his defense was bad. Uh, so, uh, but they they made it up last night with uh, with Draymond scoring twenty points. So, uh, who knows? And ten rebounds. And ten rebounds, right? I mean, who knows what will happen? Uh, it's a crapshoot as to which team will win, come out of this uh, series. Uh, 49ers got good news. Uh, Carl Shanahan at a uh, sports dinner last night says he expects Brock Purdy to be ready by training camp. Oh, good. So uh, that's that's pretty good news. I don't know. I guess he must know. He's the coach. Uh the Giants, uh, the number four prospect they promoted, guy's name is uh, Casey Schmidt. Casey Schmidt. He's a third baseman, but they're playing him at short because, thank you, New York Mets, J.D. Davis has taken over the third base role every You're day. You're welcome. With the, uh, yeah, yeah. with the Giants, he's doing very well. And Schmidt, in his debut, uh, before his parents and about 30 others, uh, his second at bat, Casey hit a home run. <laughs> so uh, that's pretty good. But they're going to, I think they're going to, uh, they're playing him at short uh, since Crawford's out and they'll move uh, Estrada back to second base, which is usually usual position. So that's a big good news for them. And of course, the Oakland A's. Uh, they've now zeroed in on the Tropic. If you guys have ever been to the Tropicana, yeah, uh, I thought they they uh, tore it down already, but apparently it's still there. But 
they're, they're moving, they're, they're, they're honing in on this site, which is right on Las Vegas Boulevard. I don't know if you guys know Vegas, but the stadium's right there. We'll be right there. So God knows how terrible, the traffic is terrible to begin with. Now get much worse. The reason why they're, they're moving the site is apparently at this site, they'll, they only need $395 million in, in state aid or local state aid uh, towards the stadium rather than 500 million. So uh, that's the story there. And of course, they're playing the minor league team, so it's it's a it's a real joke. Uh, that's about it. Oh, should I change the site where they originally were going to build a ballpark to a different? Yeah, site? the the site that they first chose, they they were committed but not entirely committed, and apparently they got this other site. And again, it's going to be like a 30,000, 30, 35,000 seat stadium, but. This site, like I said, is right on the strip, and uh, God knows the traffic for, for that. Okay. They procrastinate a lot. I hope they move a little faster so we know what's going on. Yeah. Well, yeah. Any stadium that's built won't be ready until 2027, probably 2028. The lease is up in Oakland after next year, so for those three years, they haven't said what they'll do, but this book that they'll move to Vegas, play in their minor league stadium. That's what I heard. Yeah. Which only seats around 10,000. So I don't know if they're going to expand the seating there. And That's all they get in Oakland. And they're going to have to play at night because it's hot as hell in Vegas. Mm -hmm. right. Take the good with the bad, whatever. Uh, Gerald? So, Howie, the new stadium is not going to be domed or have a retractable roof? It will be done. Yes, okay. it will be. But it's only going to be thirty, thirty-five thousand. So that's how many know. you need. Now, how big is the, you know most of the stadiums today? Or what are they? The new stadiums, 40, 30, 40, 40 right? You can't get yeah. forty in City Field. I don't think. I think forty-three is the uh, capacity. Yeah. All right, Michael. I have a question. Uh, uh, Sam Darno on on the Foot uh, and Niners. Where is he on the depth chart? Is he going to definitely make the team? They were. It's funny. I was listening to sports radio this morning, uh, and they were talking about Sam Darno being <laughs> comparing him to like Jim Druckenmiller or uh, the Oakland Raiders, uh, uh, the Marcus Russell. You know, they were they were comparing him. Is he like that? But. Uh, they, uh, someone was defending them, maybe someone with the Niners. But right now, according to what uh, Shannon said, they're looking for Purdy to be the starter. And if not Purdy, it's going to be Trey Lance. Uh, but uh, Dono is there, uh, and they're, they're working with him. So who knows? Interesting. What was that paying them? Okay, thanks, Howie, for that report. Uh, why don't we move on to Fred's playoffs, NBA's, NHL playoffs. Okay. Well, did the Knicks win last night? The Knicks live live another day, and I hope they can win. They can win a game seven because two reasons: one, 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 I'm a Knicks fan, 
And if it's a game seven, it bring, brings extra money to my household because because my son does the stats on the heat radio broadcast and he needs a, he needs a game seven to make some extra money. Oh, good. <laughs> he does it when, they, when, they, when they play the Nets and Knicks in, in New York. So he's, he was really rooting hard for the Knicks last night. But the Knicks really played a game. They, they I mean, I thought watching the first quarter that th- this was the end of the season. So I'm sure everybody did. And, but the way they came out in the second quarter, 18 to 2 burst, and they, and they hung in there. Even Mitchell Robinson <laughs> made some free throws. Down he made free throws. Yep. He, was, yeah. he was good. And, and wasn't that a great play by Grimes after he got hurt on the same play that to steal the ball? Yep. And, and him and Brunson mm-hmm. playing 48 minutes each. Yep. Yeah, it's you know, unbelievable. Gutty, gutty win. It really time. started with uh, Randall's uh, three three point. Yeah, after at, the, at the end, yep. end of the first half, which right. they gave him the lead, and then they came out in the third quarter hot. I thought at the I thought at the end of the game Randall put it back you know he got a he got a break and he put a nice layup in yeah and then you there know? was a, then it was a nice play I think by Hartenstein when it was 103 101 yeah it's a really nice offensive rebound to jam it back in give him a little yep. give him a little breathing room they just yep. played an overall they good did. game they played Barrett they played Barrett was game. very good and uh, they they held Butler in check I mean 19 points you know yeah. wasn't really much much of a factor can they do it down in the, in Miami, maybe who knows? Maybe it'll be a lot of Nick fans rooting for him. Yeah. Fred, do you think it was a bad optic the way they were continually fouling Mitchell Robertson? They kept on tapping. No, like this. no, I no, thought it was, it was a clever a move. That, that it was. It was actually a. Until Robinson proved them otherwise, it was actually a smart maneuver. Yeah, it was a lot of yeah. fun. Actually, what happened? But, teams uh, have done that before. I mean, last year the Celtics did that with Nick Claxton in their series with. Uh, with, with the Nets in the, in the fourth game, he went and he was 0 for 11 from the foul line. Crazy. He'd make a shot. And then, you know, in the past, they've done it with Shaquille O'Neal, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. it's, it, it, they're playing within the rules, you know. Yeah. I mean, the Knicks don't have a choice. You guy gets fouled. You don't, you don't have a choice. It's not like a penalty in football. You can decline to, to shoot the foul shots. He's a foul champion. Yeah. I'll be practicing. Yeah. That's right. So, and, and, and that, and tonight you got well tonight you got Philadelphia who take, taking a three to two series lead against Boston. They, surprising, they really, I thought that, that last game against Boston was very surprising the way they yeah. handled them at home. Now that I mean in Boston, now they're back playing um, tonight um, in Philly. We'll see what happens again. And yeah, go ahead, Joe. Guys, Boston seems to go. You know, they seem to go missing in action occasionally. Boston, yeah. They have a lot of talent, and I don't understand it. I don't either. You know, I mean, I could see them. I could see them losing a close game, but they just sort of, you know, they just sort of lose it, and uh, they let the other team take over. Right. Larry? Yeah. I marvel at at Harden's versatility. Two games, scores 41 points. Then he goes into his additional role, 10 10 assists, 17 points. Right. That does does what's needed. Yeah. Exactly. and tonight you got Denver and Phoenix, which the home team has won every every game in that series. Yeah. Um, you know we'll see, and it's a very very interesting playoffs this year. You know, yeah. no. Who are you picking, Fred? No super team. What? No. Fred, who are you picking? In which in the, the overall? Whole thing. Yeah. Denver Nuggets. Yeah. I think Joe. I think Denver's. I like that pick. 
Well, but would be what would be very funny, interesting. I mean, I don't know. It's a long shot, but if the, if the Knicks get into the in, into the finals and the, and they play either the Lakers or Golden State, the Knicks would have home court advantage. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah, because they they were a five seed, and I mean, I think they they won even even forgetting number seed, but they they won more games than Golden State or or the Lakers. Hmm. Golden State is the six seed. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. yeah. And win it all, I got a I got a big bet if they win it all. It'd be very nice. Ten dollars, right? <laughs> I put ten dollars on probably right. probably about three hundred or so. That's that's good. That's safe. That's that's the way to do it. Uh, but, it's not gonna happen. It's unfortunately <laughs> I know they're not good enough. Never know. Never know. I don't think it is either. They need no, they still need they don't they still don't have the horses. They need they need more. They have one yeah. great star, but the truth is they need more. They need more. They need one additional player, one star player. That, that's right, because they, 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 you're absolutely right, Michael. I, they, they need that one one star in the nose. And Joe? I think what it is with the Knicks is that even, you know, even I agree that they need one more player, but what happens is that they just tend to go cold when nobody can put yeah. a shot in, and it seems right. to affect them mentally. And they just, you know, yeah. they get tight and they just can't do it. There was days when they're so loose and Randall is just putting in shot after shot yeah. and Barrett. And in other days, they just can't. And it just it feeds on itself. But and he, you're right. Like even the, is the most is the, is the one guy in that team and he can't do it all by himself sometimes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even the, the game the other night again in Miami, you mm. know, they didn't get blown out. But you never you never had the feeling they were going to make right. a move. You, you That's know, right. He, he kept it was like eight. I mean, we 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 were at the brotherhood meeting, and Alan showed me the score. It was like, uh, you know, we will look at the game a little bit. It was forty three thirty four, and that that's how like the game stayed the whole the whole way. You know, eight nine points. You know, it, it just you never had the feeling they they were gonna. You're right. They were gonna do it. You know. You're right. And and yeah. and, and and in hockey, the Devils are on the brink tonight. Oh, they need hey. to win in Carolina, and I don't think that's gonna happen. No, nope, but I right. to this goalie. The goalie was so good against the Rangers, and he's given up six goals a game. Right. Well, yeah. Carolina learned to shoot on his glove hand. Yeah, but something. I don't, I don't. I'm not that. I mean, I like hockey, but I'm I'm not that tech, technically knowledgeable to know what they're doing right or wrong. <laughs> but that's about Anything it. Else you want to uh, hit about? And one of one of a basketball note: LeBron, LeBron, LeBron James' son committed to play. Yes. Southern Cal University, USC. Uh, and you know who's joining him, right? Where are USC? Dennis, he's going back Dennis to Rodman's son. Uh, oh, really? I didn't he's know that. Joining him. Yeah, he's transferring. Oh, yeah. He's transferring from Washington State. This will be his fifth year. So for one, he wants to play one more year because the rule allows it. Uh, he's going to join uh, Ronnie James. Yeah. That I didn't hear. <laughs> Interesting. All right, Milton. Yeah, quick question. Do you, how many years ago was it the law uh, changed the rule that the center can't stay in the paint for a certain amount of time? Oh, forever. After Will Chambers. Three second, yeah. Three second, yeah. Three second rule. Three yeah. second rule. Do you, do you think that uh, the game is better for that? Yes. Well, that's the only way that we know the yeah. game be played. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's, it's been so long. I don't even remember the game without it. No, but oh, yeah. are, there, are there any teams Bill now? Bill Chamberlain. Right. No, it was changed for George Mikan. Really? That's, yeah, right. I think they right. put in. I think yeah. they put in a no dunk rule once for Chamberlain. No, yeah. no, I think no, I think it was, it was uh, Jabal was college. Jabbar that was uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar college. Yeah, I was Lou Alcindor. Jabbar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I, I didn't know, know they changed it for Mike and I didn't know that. Yeah. Mike and couldn't yeah. see it anyway. His eyesight was. Yeah, right. I don't think they really enforce it all that well. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. I don't think they enforce it at all because I watch players and they, they're in the pain and it's more yeah. than three seconds. Yeah. I don't know. Mm -hmm. right. Gerald. I have a question and this is for Howie or anyone else. I don't watch a lot of NBA basketball. I used to watch it a lot. It just seems to me that a lot of players are traveling with the ball and it's not yes. being called. Am I You're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Head on. Is that that's new though? I mean, that's is that new? Yeah. Maybe the extent of it, but I always remember yeah. playing, you know, always wonder don't these guys ever get called? Maybe it's just yeah. gotten worse. I think that goes back to Julia serving, actually. Yeah. I have a hard time with everyone oh. checking up three points, and that's the nature of the game. But you know, mm. it just times just it's like a free for all. Just just chuck it up there. It does, and it does, that's not basketball to me. In some days, that bothers me, but 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 sometimes it, when when the, when the ball is moved around a lot and and it's the result of a really great great passing, that's different. I, I, that's I don't different. mind the three point shot, but yeah, that's I agree with a guy just just dribbling down the court and and trucks up a three from 30 feet without even looking to make any kind of play. Yeah, I agree with you in that. Yeah. Everybody but Steph Curry. Yeah. Steph Curry can do it all. Can do he it can all do it. Yeah. yeah, that's true. And even he misses. Yep. Okay. Uh, Joe is way oh, Yeah, um, though it's, speaking of traveling, there was one game earlier in the season when R.J. Barrett was called for about four or five travels. And the announcers, Walt Frazier and uh, when Mike Breen were talking about maybe they're going to start enforcing it, but it seems to that seems to have been an outlier. I don't I don't think they've mm -hmm. uh, done I it since. Then, but there was there was that one game. Every other move uh, Barrett made, yeah. they called him on a travel. You, yeah, you know what it is, Joe. I think at the beginning of the season, the league tells the refs, "We want you to, uh, you know, start enforcing this and that. Maybe maybe it'll last two months, and you know, and then then okay. by December yeah. they're back to normal." Yeah, you're probably right because that that went away. Yeah. I haven't noticed any travels really, unless they're really blatant. Don't uh, you, really don't you guys find the, the uh, refereeing very very annoying already? It's 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 off the charts terrible. I've never seen it this bad. It gets worse and worse each year. I don't know. Basketball is a very hard sport to referee. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. Mm. If you're a big shot, you gotta you gotta wear a lot. That's true. Yeah. Mm. All right. Is that it, uh, Fred? Yep, that's it. Okay, I thank mean, you. Thank unless, you. Unless anybody else has any comments. Okay. Good stuff. There's a couple more yeah. basketball notes. The Bucks fired their, their, their coach. Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. expected to go all the way. So Mike Bubenheiser. Bubenholzer. He led them to a title in 2021. He's posted a 271-120 in five seasons. What have you done for me now? Yeah. Amazing, yeah. huh? Yeah. That's right. Uh, and they, lo they lost in the first round to a number eight seed, Miami, who was right. on the brink of going to the conference finals. Uh, they said Kenny Atkinson is in the running, former, former net coach. Yeah. Should be interesting. Is and, of course, uh, the Rangers uh, and and Rod Gallant. Oh, you're right. They fired the coach. Yeah, right. Gerard yeah. Gallant. He he walked. He, yeah. he, I don't think they fired him. I think they came to a mutual agreement. Well, he actually had a gigantic fight with. Uh, uh, you know, you know, Mark. That's like in the private sector when someone someone's mm -hmm. leaving and got fired, and they say, I, "I'm I'm 
I'm, I'm leaving because I want to pursue other interests. Right. Mutual mutual parting of the ways is the same. You, you know, know, if you yeah. were the coach of the team and you you led the team to over 100 points for two consecutive years, mm. 99 and 46 is your record? I don't know. There had to be something that someone said, or maybe okay. I, I don't know. Apparently, from what I heard, the GM. He had a big fight with uh, Gallant. And apparently, from uh, what I heard, some of the players in their exit interviews weren't. They were they, they were very unhappy about all the constant shifting of line line changes, and they didn't they didn't think that he was very good in 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 game. Um, you know, you know. You know, reacting That's to how the flow of the game was and making That's changes within the game. In-game adjustments, I guess. Adjustments, 99 yeah. and 46. That's, That's a fabulous uh, record for two years. Yeah, yeah, Joe? I just wanted to say that I think Budin, uh, Budin Holz's brother died very recently. So could have been one of the reasons that, uh, you know, he might have been a little distracted, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. He died I mean, during the Miami series. I don't know. What was that right? Yeah, I didn't hear anything about that. He died, died during the playoffs, I think. Gerald? You know, Jermaine, to a good uh, coaching, one and loss records in the world. You may recall the St. Louis Cardinals uh, played very well at the end of, uh, I guess it was last year or the year before, and they wound up firing the manager due yeah. to philosophical differences. Right. That was amazing. Joe Girardi, great manager, but you know, had issues. Rodney really didn't have issues. He refused to coddle uh, Gary Sanchez. Oh, I don't disagree. I like Girardi. I was opposed to the fire. I see what happened. goes to Philadelphia, and he's 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 removed right away. It was a good move because they won the gun. And Kreider. Everybody else went to sleep. Who played well after those two? Nobody. Right. right. I mean, I mean, Kane you know, the, the Rangers went, went all in with getting Patrick Kane and uh, uh, Tereschenko from St. Louis. Guys didn't have it, you know. Yeah, but Kane is a broken down old man. That's yeah, yeah. he's he's obviously not the same player he was. Had bad he's hips. Not, he's not even close to it. Had right. bad hips. Mm. But yeah. the worry is they're going to try to tweak the team and make it worse. Now that's the thing that I worry about because uh, they're on the cusp. They could they could have won the cup. I had I had them winning the cup, but then they went. <laughs> so whatever you pick, we're going to go the other way. <laughs> anyway, uh, I haven't heard any any talk about who the replacement is. Well, going there's, to be. there's been some talk that if Toronto gets eliminated, the coach of the Maple Leafs, and there's also been some talk that they might promote from within. The, his name is I forget his first name. His last name is not. Knoblock, Knoblock. Right. coaching down in uh, Hartford, I think it is, right? He's stuck for them a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. When, when the two coaches had COVID, right? He's he's he's, he's been there. Okay. So. And and the Chicago Blackhawks, they won the lottery for this Connor Bedard. Anybody oh, know anything about good. him? Yeah. Supposedly the yeah, second coming of Sydney, second coming of Sidney Sidney Crosby. Oh, is yeah. that right? Yeah. Let's see. So I he sold this... 500 seasons tickets the day they drafted him. Yeah. The yeah. day it was announced. Yeah. And of uh, course, there was a death in basketball. This Denny Crum. Right. Yeah. Today, Hall of Fame. Yeah. Louis Louisville. 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 86. 86. 
you don't you know you don't hear about him for years and years and years. Then you see his name that he passed. Mm. He's eighty six. He won two ch- two con- two championships. Mm-hmm. He put Louisville on the map. Uh, he had a stroke in twenty seventeen, and uh, thirty years at Louisville, six hundred and seventy five wins and two. Did he have any baggage, Mark? Did he have any baggage at all, like uh, all the, like Bobby Knight or Patino or anything like that? There was something no, they yeah. were investigating in his latter years of his tenure, uh, the, and because they were investigating that Louisville hasn't been up there ever since. There mm. was something, something was going yeah. on at, towards towards the end, but during his run, he was a pretty good uh, coach. Yep. Yeah. And then we read that uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers owner, Dan Gilbert, his son, Nick yes. Gilbert, died. Right. Yes. This is a 26-year-old kid. And yeah, if you remember, he was the good luck charm of the Cavs during the draft lotteries. You'd see him as a little kid. And no, he was 26 when he died. Died, which means yeah. when we, we saw him as a little kid, he was wearing bow ties and dark rim glasses. Mm-hmm. But he was di- diagnosed as a child with, I can't pronounce this, neurofibromatosis. Right, it was a nerve disease. Mm-hmm. Nerve disease, yeah. Mm-hmm. Non-cancerous tumors to grow on his brain, spinal cord, and skin. Mm-hmm. No cure. No cure. Yep. And then there's a, a hockey death. I, again, I can't pronounce Peter Klemer. Klemer. Hmm? How do you say it? Klemer. Peter. P E T R. So I guess that's Peter. Peter, yeah. K L I M A. Former uh, Edmonton mm-hmm. Oiler who mm-hmm. won the Stanley Cup in the 1990s, a Czech born forward, 58 years old. Was, uh he played for the Red Wings, the Oilers, the Lightning, the Kings, and the Penguins. Uh, pretty good player during his day. Uh, gone at 56. And then a former Harlem Globetrotter. Glad that's this way. Former Harlem Globetrotter for 16 years. Larry Gator Rivers. I don't remember him as a Globetrotter. 73 years old. He was a dribbling winner. Oh. God bless you. God uh, bless Remember the days? Who was the famous uh, dribbler of the... Marcus Haynes. It was Marcus Haynes and then Meadowlark Lemon. Evidently, this guy, Larry Rivers, 73, was also a dribbling wizard. Uh, he played for Missouri Western State University. He stood only six feet tall, too small for the NBA. Had a tryout with the Globetrotters in 73. And they tried him out. They put him in a dark closet to see if he can dribble in a dark closet around <laughs> obstacles. Mm. He must have done well because they <laughs> signed him. He played with Marta Betterlock Lemon and uh, Curly Neal. Um, mm. And he was an advocate of adding women to the to the Harlem Globetrotters. Lynette Woodard. Wood, Wood, Woodard. Uh, mm who uh, joined the uh, the club trotters through his his pushing. Uh, his nickname, Gator. Anyone know how that came about? I like a nickname derived from a swimming pool game by the same name. The Gator treads water 
in the deep end of the pool, and others try to swim past them without being tagged. Those tagged become the gator. As a poor swimmer, he was the gator 90% of the time. That's how he got his nickname. Oh, no, it's my phone. Okay. It's my phone. It's my phone. Okay, let's move on to some Sorry, sorry. Okay, um, Gerald? I just wanted to mention that, and we all know this, on the Globetrotters at one point were Fergie Jenkinson, Bob Gibson, and Lou Brock, all Globetrotters. And Will, Will Chamberlain, Chamberlain, too. And Will Chamberlain, right? Chamberlain, yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to baseball stops. Okay. Uh, Yankees are in last place, but they got a better record than the Mets, who are in third place. The Yankees 21 and 16. Big games ahead of them. That whole division is above 500. Mm -hmm. The Mets are 18 18 now Mm -hmm. and 20. They lost today. Yep. Uh, They lost again. But Verlander Verlander was great. Verlander was great yesterday. But Cody Senga, who we thought was doing good, had a lousy day. Thomas Nito is on the injured list. He has dry eye syndrome. And they didn't, they didn't call to replace the catcher. They didn't call up Gary Sanchez too early. Uh, they, uh, they, they brought up Michael Perez. Okay. Right. And uh, Sanchez, I don't know what they're going to do. You know what I mean? They, they're pushing Francisco Alvarez as the number one catcher. Uh, hit a couple of home right. runs the other day. Right. So if they ever bring Sanchez up, is he going to... Uh, <laughs> Take over from uh, Rodriguez. Who the heck knows? Two for four. He'll be a DH. They'll make him a DH if he if he can hit. Uh, (laughs) As what happened, he didn't make San Francisco. They weren't bringing him up May first, so he he said, "I'm I'm not joining you. I'm I'm going to become a free agent." Too windy over there. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) A couple of baseball thoughts I wanted to bring up. A few more minutes. Okay. I kind of miss why the why were the Yankees wearing green patches on their shirts? What game? This past weekend. They were wearing yeah. like a green something on their front of their shirts. Anyone? Okay, let's move on. I have no idea. Um, of course, the games the Yankees played in Tampa. Uh, seemed like there was more Yankee fans there than Rays fans. You notice that? Yeah. Let's see. Um, I also saw, and maybe some of you see things different than me. It, it seems ridiculous when I see a a baseball player calling timeout, a, pit, a batter calling timeout. They're allowed one timeout, but they call timeout. It just doesn't seem right for a baseball player to call timeout. Hold on. And one more thing. Uh, again, watching that game, the Tampa against the Yankees, with the center field camera shooting in to the batter, I see fans behind home plate doing this. Watch me. Yeah, right, right. What yes, does that mean? <laughs> what did, I see this many times. The fans are doing this. They did several years ago when the Dodgers were in the World Series. Uh, they did that. The Dodger fans did that. What that mean? Uh, 
That's just to distract the pitcher. I don't like, think it's like attention. What what Alan? Mental health awareness. Right, right. Can hear you. Awareness. 5-7-2023. Uh, mental health. Okay. okay. The Rays and Yankees wore green patches. That's oh, a that's okay. what. Um, all right. Mm-hmm. If anyone knows what the hell this means, other than, I don't think it's distracting. Hey, also, what does this mean? Why Beta keeps doing this in center field? I don't know. You see that? He keeps uh, raising. I think yeah. he wants the crowd. I think he wants the crowd. Maybe, maybe, maybe. And you hear hey, about you know, Mark, if I was still in practice, I could make every kid that comes into my office a mouth guard, just the way Spencer, <laughs> uh, the way uh, Beta has it. Well, that's going to be popular soon. Yeah. Have yeah. A so did you see the fan fall into the um, – a fan fell into the visitor's bullpen at Citizens Park, Citizens Bank Park, in the first inning of the Phils when, when the Phils played the Red Sox. Anyone see this? No one no. saw this. Big, big news. Uh, one of the one of the players, uh, I guess it was the uh, the Phils, top of the first inning. Uh, after they were throwing the ball around, getting ready to play, he threw the ball into the uh, stands. It fell short, uh, like a no man's land. On and so, a fan it. went to reach over, and the fan actually fell pretty far, Ooh. trying to retrieve the ball. And and the, the the game had to be stopped about 10, 15 minutes until they they, they had to transport this uh, this fan to Thomas Jefferson University Hospital in oh, Philadelphia, wow. and you saw some of the players crying. Wow! Because the the kid I don't know if it's a kid or a man literally just fell. Oh, okay, no one saw it, so let's move on. <laughs> and 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 baseball said this week that they they. Planning for the Mets and the Bills to play in London. Yes. In yeah, two games. Two games. Astros and Rockies to play in Mexico. And the Dodgers and Padres to play in either South Korea or Japan. All mm. in 2024. Mm. Very nice. They're moving, they're moving the game uh, internationally. Yeah. Wasn't it good seeing uh, Davey Garcia back in the game? Yesterday, yep, we got it saved, right? Played a couple of years ago. He was like high hopes for the kid, and he played a little bit. And I think he played during the Colts. Debbie, Debbie Garcia. Davy, Davy, Davy. Is it Davy or Debbie? Anyway, got his first career save, and what he get for that? He was sent back to. Wilkes Barry Shrant and ran to the game. They do that all the time. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he pitched three yeah. innings, so he's not available for it's not needed. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. And any of you guys see the one the Franco flip to himself at shortstop? No. You guys don't know see his place here? He flipped it up. It, it, I, it, I saw it. Before, it, it. Who saw it? I saw it. You saw it. So it was a ground ball to short. Oh yeah. And Franco picked the ball up and he like right. the ball. In the air to himself, yeah. caught it and threw the first base and got the guy out. Showboat. Showboat. I thought that was really cool. And uh, <laughs> Matt Harvey finally retired. Oh, that made big news. Nine years. 
And that's why I'm wearing this cap. I remember Matt Harvey always wearing this type of cap with the orange and the blue. I was a big fan of his. I'm sure Met fans, he was sure. a big fan of yours during that season, a couple of seasons. Oh, yeah. And would you have taken him out in the World Series? I would have taken no. him out. Yes. You never should have bamboozled the manager to keep him in. No, yeah, 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 I would have taken it. Twisted his arm. Joe, you got a comment? I have his shirt marked. You got his shirt. And I'm going to keep his shirt and I keep wearing it. So you're not going to wash it? No. No. (laughs) And fight a blue. And fight a blue blue pass at 73. Anyone remember his nickname? True Blue. True Blue. He was pretty good. Three-time World Series champion, six-time All-Star, Star Young winner, MVP, youngest ever, 21. In the same year, Mark. The last American switch hitter to win the MVP. Ah, uh, you stole my thunder. But, but no Hall of Fame, right? <laughs> no, yeah, no, no. No, no. He must have done something wrong. Yeah. He pitched for the Giants, too, didn't he, Howie? <laughs> He yeah. pitched no. for Oakland, the Giants, Kansas right. City. Then he went back to the Giants again. He won 18 games the first year with the Giants. Pretty good pitcher. Pretty good pitcher. Yankees yeah. yeah. almost had him. <laughs> I have yeah, two. Almost got him. Yeah, I have two Vita Bruce stories. Cool. Took his nose in there. Get ahead yeah, of how we get him. Well, I got two stories about Vita Blue. Once in the late 90s, uh, a neighbor of mine had tickets for a giant game through her employer. And uh, we're at Candlestick Park with just a few rows back. I think it was, I remember it because I think it was uh, uh, fireworks tonight, but you couldn't see the fireworks because the fog was in. So forget about it. But anyway, we're in the, we're in the seats and all of a sudden Vita Blue comes by because he's working for the, he worked for years with the Giants. I think right up until his death, maybe, on uh, the public relations department. And we said a lot of Vita. Another time I saw Vita Blue is we're, we're leaving the Giant game, <coughs> new stadium. And to get there, uh, before they came out with this transit card that you could use anywhere, any transit, you'd leave the BART station, go with the Muni switch, and you'd get... Uh, these uh, receipts, paper receipts, so you'd have a round trip, so you wouldn't have to worry about lining up for tickets. Well, I put this one time, usually I put it in my my wallet. This one time I put it in my, my pocket, and of course, during the game, I'm reaching for money and all that, and I crumbled it up, and my wife and I were going back, and you have to present these this receipt and mine was all kind of tore up and they said no you gotta go over there when it was a long line to get the receipt and i went crazy my new york attitude came out yeah. it was belly aching belly aching we got in and then we're up we're waiting by the door of the muni training i'm saying to my wife oh belly aching. she says howie take it easy take it easy you're kind of loud and i go oh and i turn around and i look and who's behind me? Vita Blue. He's taking the Muni home. I guess he lived off the Muni. And I go, oh, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> My two Vita Blue stories. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, Roger, I think you're on now. I asked Roger to talk a little bit about the, uh, the NFL uh, schedule that came out this week. Roger. 
came out today, I think, actually, Mark. But yeah, um, yeah tonight, NFL right? on CBS. Tonight, officially, right? But yeah. I know uh, Mike was alluding to some, uh, you know, prime time uh, type games that the Jets are going to be in this year with, you know, ha- having Aaron Rodgers. They have the first Monday night game against the Bills. Good. And for the first time, the NFL is going to play on Black Friday, and the Jets are going to play the Dolphins. So that's kind of new. Um, first game this year, obviously, you know, the Super Bowl champion. The Chiefs are going to play that first Thursday against the Lions. Uh, Christmas Day, my beloved Raiders are going to play the Chiefs. <laughs> Why are they playing the, the Lions? I don't understand that one. They think the Lions are an up-and-coming team. Up-and-coming. Could be, could be. A lot of people think they're going to win a division. All right. Jared Goff, great quarterback. Yeah, in uh, week 13, there'll be a rematch of the Niners and the Eagles. And New Year's Eve, we'll have the Bengals and the Chiefs. So we've got some good, uh, you know, rematches. And uh, week 11, I just saw also they're going to have the Eagles are going to play the Chiefs. So it's going to be like deja vu from last year's playoffs. And the league's also going to have five international games this year, two in Frankfurt. And three will be in London, although one will be in Wembley and the other two will be in this Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. So, uh, you know, the NFL is going pretty international, it looks like. But Jacksonville, again, has two of those games. Yeah, yeah they have two in consecutive weeks. I saw that, Mark. Yeah. Yeah. There's one more, Roger. Christmas Day at 4.30, the Giants are playing at the Eagles. Okay. Christmas Day. <laughs> The same day as a doubleheader, where I think the Raiders, are, like you said, Raiders are playing the Chiefs. And the Chiefs, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if they're doing the third game. They might. We'll see. But Giants at Eagles, four thirty, Christmas Day, which okay. which is a, which is I think a Monday this year. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, basketball used to kind of dominate the Christmas Day uh, games, but yeah. I guess Bill is stepping in now too. Michael, if you were a possessor of tickets at uh, MetLife Stadium, would you be? <laughs> with the change in schedule for the Jets and Giants, or yeah. would you be very, very annoyed with going to uh, Sunday night games and, and all uh, of those other things? Would you be ecstatic because the Jets are going to be good again, or would it bother you what they did to the schedule? Well, well, as one who doesn't go to games, I think it's great because now now I can do now I can do some stuff on Sunday afternoons and and can see the games. Uh, yeah. yeah, but, but in, as, in, as in your somebody, house, in yeah. your house, not at MetLife Stadium. No, when did they? Uh, when did they? If, if I was going to the games, I wouldn't be happy. No. When did they schedule the giant uh, jet game? My my son told me he thought it was late late October, like oh. Halloween week, uh, the, the sun, uh, October 29th. Okay, he said so he heard, not, not he heard, early. Okay, he heard, he heard that, but I don't know if that's if that's exactly right. Well, I guess we'll find out tonight. All right. Thanks, uh, Roger, for that. Roger, over and out. <laughs> uh, the Bills. Roger, Roger. Roger. Ten four. Um, the Bills uh, approved to have a new stadium uh, to yeah. be completed by 2026. What a what a taxpayer boondoggle that is. Yep. Hulk will give him a billion dollars. One point yeah. five four billion dollars. Who's paying us? Across the street. Not me, not you, me. You live in New York street from their home now. You already paid. You already yeah. paid for the Giants and the Jets. Yeah, I know. This uh, <laughs> this kid, I don't know if he's kidding anymore, Jack Cohen, C-O-A-N. We've been talking about him many times on on, on the mark. Uh, former Sayville High School quarterback, former oh. Wisconsin Badger quarterback, former Notre Dame quarterback. 
Uh, most recently, I think he's playing with the the XFL or the 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 other football league that's USFL right USFL. now. But he's now doing a tryout with the Jets. Why with the Jets? I, they have Aaron Rodgers. They have Zach Wilson. They got this guy Tim Boyle, and they got this this kid still called the quarterback. This Chris uh, Stravella, who quarterbacked a little bit for them last year. I think so. Is he fifth on the depth chart? You need quarterback. He's also got to try out with Seattle. Oh, yeah. she's, she's making the rounds. She's making yeah. the rounds. Okay. Is that what you're going to say, Roger? I was going to say, as the 49ers showed this past season, you can't have enough quarterbacks, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> His lifelong dream is to play for a, a New York team. So. <laughs> and, of course, the Colts released Nick Foles. Nick Foles has been on so many teams. Uh, they're left with Anthony Richardson, the rookie, uh, Gardner Minshew, Sam uh, Ellinger. But Foles, do you name the teams Foles has been with? Philadelphia. 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 Chicago Bears. Bears. Um, Rams, St. Louis Rams. Like, yeah. Plays oh, yeah. the other teams. Yeah. Was, he ever, was he ever in Arizona? No, no. the Jags, the Bears, yeah. and the Colts. So, who will he play with next? And then we learned yesterday that Joe Cap, eighty-five yeah. years old, passed. Mm, I Remember like Joe Cap? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Vikings. Minnesota Viking. He took over for Fran Talkington when Talkington, I think, was traded to uh, Giants. The Giants, I think. Giants. Mm. He led the Vikings to their first Super Bowl. He never won the Super Bowl, of course. The Vikings never won a Super Bowl, but he went. They went, and he's the only quarterback. To lead a team in the Rose Bowl because he played for the University of California, Great Cup, which he won, and Super Bowl, which he didn't win. He won through seven touchdowns in one game, and that's a record, but tied with a few others. He played with the Calgary Stampeders. He played with the Brit British Columbia, the BC Lions. Played with the Vikings. And he played one year with the Boston Patriots. Remember when they were called the Boston Patriots? Well, one of the few Mexican-American quarterbacks is his right. mother. And you say, how is, Joe, how is Joe Cap? Mexican, his mother. Hispanic, mother. his mother. His mother's Mexican, and she worked for Cesar Chavez. Right. Right. For farm workers' rights. Mm -hmm. How about that? He was also in the movie with Burt Reynolds, The Longest Yard from 1974. Yeah. Remember him? Yeah. Wow. And he was he was the, yeah. the coach at the University of California for five seasons. And he was the coach when they had that that miracle ending when California was oh, Stanford. Stanford and the Stanford five band. laterals. Yeah. And this here comes the Stanford band on the field. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Was that the only time California ever made it to the Rose Bowl in the University of California? I don't I remember so. the being. <laughs> uh, his family is sending uh, his brain to study, you know, dementia and things like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. The, the obituary I read said that, that he's been suffering. He had Alzheimer's for 15 years. Oh, well, yeah. Long time. So how, how do you guys do in, this, in the Kentucky Derby? Anybody pick the winner? My horse was scratched. Yeah, I had Skinner. Okay, because so, so <laughs> I, I like Bob Skinner, the ball player. So, no, oh, so yeah, nobody right. won. All we did last week, and nobody <laughs> won. 
All right. And did you hear that last past Sunday they had the Long Island Marathon? Yeah. Of course, people live in New York here, and uh, some of our favorite roads are always closed on that Sunday. Uh, of course, mm-hmm. marathon. There are no, no, like, famous people coming to that marathon. The winning, the winning man was two, two hours and 21 minutes. Uh, and now, of course, the world record is close to two hours. Uh, yeah. But yeah. finishing, mm-hmm. let's see, what I want to say about this one. Finishing um, the, the woman winner lived in lives in golden's bridge westchester oh. anyone know about that golden's ridge yeah it's bridge? North, i think it's northeast westchester mm-hmm. for 684, so for 684. Right, yeah. there's a and, metro north station there. that's right and the person who finished fifth her name was alana shalom off shalom shalom from valley stream so you spell Shalom and add mm-hmm. O-F-F, and that's your name. That's Jewish. He also had the five-borough bike race. Yes, thank you. Same time in the city. I, that's right. Anybody Dennis. riding that, that five-borough? Uh... So, somebody we knew did, but he's not on the thing. That's right. right. You know, Dennis. You know. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And uh, how about this? They The, the, the White House invited uh, UConn men, LSU women. And and Georgia, who won the football championship, the men, oh, uh, UConn and LSU, they're going to go on May 26th. But Georgia said, no, we can't come. Very interesting. They said it's not convenient for us to go to the White House. But that was very strange. Did they go last year? Wasn't Georgia? Yeah. They won two years in a row, right? Why couldn't they go again? I don't know. Maybe we've been there once. We don't got to go back. Yeah, <laughs> and, and one and one more note in in uh, in in soccer for those people who follow soccer. The Red Bulls off to one of their worst starts ever. One win, four losses, right. six ties. Last place in the East Conference, mind you. There are fifteen teams in the East, fifteen teams in the West, and they last in the East. They replaced their coach. <laughs> I went. If I asked you, can you name three uh, Red Bulls coaches they've had? Nineteenth coach in twenty-eight years. I, I couldn't. Wow. They couldn't name one. Like Steinbrenner. Steinbrenner. Yeah. All right. Let's do a trivia. I see the clock says trivia time. So let's stump stump the panel and see how well we do today. Then we have Milton's name that tune afterwards. All right. All right. So Milton, you go first. Yeah. What. Uh... Former NBA basketball star, worked as a bellhop at a famous Catskill resort. Will Chamberlain. Will Chamberlain. 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 Right. Yeah. At Kutcher's. At, at Kutcher's. Kutcher's. Yeah. At Kutcher's. I was right. there. Wow. That's correct. Take your own bags. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right, Fred, yeah. It, this happened in a game in May, May something in 1960. It's a brother combination. Which brother hit a game-winning home run in the bottom of the eleventh inning, and which, and what, and who, and and which brother was the winning pitcher? A pitcher. Negro. No. Negro's. No. Sixty. They lived. Nineteen sixty. He had pitching. Sixteen sixty. Wow. May seventh, nineteen sixty. 
That I wouldn't give it away. What league? If I if I give it away, I think I'll if National League. We haven't budged. We don't know. Well, what team? Uh, oh, if I tell you the team, you'll get it right away. But hey, there's two teams. There's two teams. Yeah, obviously. it was against the it was against the Phillies, against the Phillies. Hmm. So a pitcher. Pitcher was the winning pitcher. One brother, brother, and his brother hit the game winning home run. Now, what's the initials? Sherry's. That's exactly right. Norm oh, Sherry. Sherry. Got that Larry. from this day in sports, May 7th. Oh, That's where I get a lot of wow. these questions from. All right. All right. Uh, Michael and then Gerald. Okay. Yesterday, Anthony Volpe hit a grand slam home run at the age of 22. Third youngest Yankee to hit uh, a grand slam. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to say it because I read it in the page, same article you are. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to abstain. Good. <laughs> Thank you, Fred. So, who was younger? You're asking who hit a grand yeah. slam? Who are the two younger uh, ball play Yankees? One, uh, one is in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Was it DiMaggio? DiMaggio? Jeter? No. 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 Not Derek Jeter. Mickey Mantle. Mickey Mantle's one. And if you get the other one, you'll get ten thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say. Fred. I'm not going to say because I, I know who it is. Only because only I read it. Oh, what era? Things. What era? What? What? Uh, I would say. What do you say? The '80s, '90s? No, no, he played. He played later than that, didn't he? Really? Think 2000? Yeah, I think so. The Yankees I, had a kid in the '90s. No, I, I think it was the early. I think it was the early 2000s, but I'm not. Sure, but I could be wrong. Kevin Moss? No. No. Shane Spencer? No. Bubba Crosby? No. <laughs> no. The guy's a good ball player. He's a good yeah. ball player. He had his moments. Yeah. Initials. Initials. MC. N. M. 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 Michael. Michael C. No. Michael, M no. M Michael, Michael, Michael Corleone. No. <laughs> no marks. I think, I think there have been other ball players with the same first Man. name. It was just business. Mario. <laughs> it's not a common first name. It's not a common not first a common name, first right, Mike? Muchacho. Mm. What's his name? Miguel Castro. First name. <laughs> the first it? syllable of his first name sounds like something you might put in coffee. Right. Mocha. No, oh, oh, God. God. <laughs> that, that was, that was his first name. His first name. Name, name. His first name sounds like something like a kid a kid would drink. Right. Milk. Milk. Uh, milk. 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 His Jewish name was Milka. Was right. But yeah. no. uh, who, is, who is he? Which, who he stumped? Um, Melky Cabrera. Melky Cabrera. Didn't he win a batting championship one year? He cheated when he was with the Giants. He, 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 he was in the early 2000s, right? Not the 90s, right? Not really? Okay. I think I'm, I'm not sure. Well, we'll check. All right, Gerald, and then again. In the NBA, who made the most consecutive free throws? Rick Barry. No. Alvin Murray? Bill, no. Bill Sharman? No. Bill Kerr? No, I'll give you the year. Alvin Murphy? No, 1993. Three. Scotty Pippen. No. Uh, Gary Payton. No. 
Steve, <laughs> Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr. No. no. Initials. Initials. <laughs> Empress and Mary W. What's it? What? Empress and Mary W. M-W. M-W? Yes. Mm. Marcus? Moines. No. No. Mm. Anybody? Marcus Aurelius. No. <laughs> I go. Who is it? Michael Williams with ninety-seven consecutive free throws. Could have fooled me. Never you did. I never heard of him. <laughs> Michael Williams, typical Don't name. Shoot huh? free throws. <laughs> Anybody else? <laughs> uh, let's see. I have one. When we we talked about Bill Pulsifer before. When he came up with Jason uh, Isringhausen and Paul mm -hmm. Smith in the mid nineties, what they call them? Oh, shoot. the uh, yeah, uh, yeah. People the, uh, oh, something like something the big three, three or something. the big four generation oh, no. generation Jake. K. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't know why. Okay, okay, who else? Oh, let's see. Uh, all right, uh, uh, Gerald. <sighs> Name the youngest player who ever played in the NBA. Wow. Joe Nutshaw. Fifteen years old. No, no. <laughs> Kevin Gar Kevin Garnett. No. Kobe uh, Bryant. I'll give LeBron, you the team. LeBron James. Daryl Dawkins. Daryl Dawkins. No, I'll give you the team. Bill Willoughby. No. That'd be uh, someone did, didn't, go to, didn't go to college, right? So they have to be yeah. in or 18, I'll, right? I'll well, give LeBron you, James I'll, didn't go to college. I'll give you the team in the season. Okay. Lakers in 2005 to 2006. One guy. I was going to get the Where's Rock? All right. It's time for initials. Initials A, B is in Bernice. Adrian Dandley? No, AB. He only played one season Sorry. in the NBA. Uh, I'm not sure of that phrase. Anthony. Alan Burns. <laughs> who? No. I don't know. I just made up a name. AB. <laughs> who is it? We don't know. Andrew Bynum at age 18 years. Oh, yeah. He played. Oh, yeah, he was injured a lot. He was supposed to be in great center. He played for the right. Sixers. Right. I thought he played for the Warriors, too. Yeah, he may have to. We played for a few times. Yeah. yeah. Was, he, was he Australian? <coughs> no, I think he was from New Jersey. Oh. <laughs> and his career was over at the age of, what, 21? Yeah, his knee, his knee but for he injury reasons, his, his ear was So confused. what's he doing he today? I don't know. Call my friend. I don't know. Call no, sure. I don't you, know. All right, calling? Michael. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is two-parter to uh, close the show. Uh, the first player to hit 30 or more home runs in a season for five different teams. And the second part of the question is, what hat did he wear when he entered the Hall of Fame? Uh, McGriff. 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 Okay. Good. Good guess. Good guess. All right. And what, what, what hat did he wear? Blue Jays? He played for the Tampa Bay Rays, the L.A. Dodgers, the Chicago Cubs, the Atlanta Braves and the San Diego Padres, and also Toronto Blue Jays. What hat? I thought Blue Jays, no? 
Right. Tampa Bay. Braves. I'll give you a hint. It's a trick question. <clears throat> he didn't nothing. He wore a neutral hat. hat. He was a blank. Yeah. Right, right. He didn't wear any team. <laughs> he couldn't commit. <laughs> the Hall of Fame picks now, I think, right? All right, good. That was it. They decide for the player? Yeah. yeah, after Wade Boggs went in with the Tampa Bay hat. Oh. Because they paid him. So the uh, Hall of Fame now picks the hats. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> That's true. All right. What we got? Uh, all right, Fred. Okay, this happened in 2013, also in May. Two pitches pitched a complete one hitter, and that was the only base runner that, that, that reached base in the game. Complete games. One is still pitching today, and the other has, has pitched and has won, has won a World Series, has won in the, in the World Series. Very he's. One pitcher is pitching today has had a lot of injuries in his career. The other one was a very outstanding pitcher. No, it's it's somewhat obscure name, but but which guys you've heard of? But the guy you've heard of is pitching today. Wow. And the other guy, the other guy is, is like a really really good pitcher for for several teams. So what they do? He pitched one hitter. They they, they both on the, on the same day pitched a one hitter. And that was the only base runner to reach base. No Ranky? Walks, no errors. Ranky? Ranky. No. No? No, he's much less well-known. Okay. And, and has had an injury-riddled career. But he's still pitching today. Wow. Anybody? Oh, wait. Oh, man. You Atlanta Braves. No, you want me to give you initials? Yeah. The guy who's pitching today is SM, and the other guy is JL. Who's, who's had a really good career has been retired. SM still pitching. Still pitching. He's, he's he's been around. I'm not sure which team. I saw him in a game a couple of weeks ago. So he's wow. unless he got sent to the minors since then, but he's still active. Don't know. Anybody? All right, you want me to tell you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Shelby yeah. Miller. Oh and John and John Lester. All right, a few more, then we got a call of the day. All right, uh, Gerald. Who fouled out of an NBA game in the least amount of minutes? <laughs> Dennis Rodman. Draymond Green. No. <laughs> Dennis Rodman. I'll give you I'll give you the the day 122997. Uh, he fouled out in three minutes playing for the Dallas Mavericks. Mm. Is he a popular player? <laughs> I don't believe so, but... <laughs> Who is the coach? Fire the coach. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what, uh, Alan. Yeah. Mike Reardon. Reardon. No. No. Uh, <laughs> Dirk. <laughs> no. Anybody? Initials, yeah, again. Yeah. B's and Bernice W. B.W. Williamson. No. <laughs> Bob Wilson. No. Give up. Who oh. is it? Bubba Wells. Who? Bubba Wells. Wells. <laughs> Bubba Wells. <laughs> There's a name that. that uh, Sounds like a baseball player. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. 
rolls right. off the toe. Last oh. question. Then we got a, a Milton. Go ahead. All right. I'm going to go on with this. One more question. Go ahead. One more question. Go ahead, Fred. Come on. Okay. And the Knicks championship teams, they had two players who played who played at the same college. Who were the players and what college? Oh, jeez. Which championship? Michigan both. State? I, I'm not sure if it's both, but it was definitely the second one. I'm not sure if there was both. But... Is the college Michigan State? No. Michigan? Michigan? No. All right, I'll tell you the college. The college yeah. is Wichita. Oh, so it's Frazier oh, and... Well, no, it's not Frazier. He went to Southern no, Illinois. Southern Illinois. Right, Dave Storff is Dave one. Stor and the backup and the, center. The, the, the tall guy, the uh, backup Gene center. Nelly? Nate, uh, no, Nate Bowman. Nate Bowman. All right. Wow. We're up to Milton. Your name uh, Brooklyn Duet group from 1959 has this really big hit. I know it. home. I think the title. Very popular no car. Way, I, think it's the title. I don't remember who sang it. I was in high school. It's six years old. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. I song. I don't know who was like The Impalas. Oh. The Impalas. Is that right? Yeah. Is that right? Oh, very good. Finally, I got very good, Joe. Good job. Very good. What was the name of the Title? I ran all the way home. I ran all the way home. I ran all the way home. I'm sorry. I'm going to play it on my Alexa when I go upstairs. That's great. Good song. All right. You stumped us half the way, but Joe Yes. The Impalas? Yep. Impalas. Yep. Another song. Cars and Birds were the most popular names for doo wop groups. That's right. Mm. Flamingos. Flamingos. Robin. All right, boys. Barrows. Uh, let us move on. We'll see you guys all next week. Have a great week. What are we going for? Joining us for, by the way, 160. This is 158. 160 right. will be on a Tuesday. How come? Next week is Tuesday. Oh, okay. Oh. Right.